So, so I, I gotta say, uh, one one thing. First of all, costume oversized wizard uh, looks just. It looks like a bad animatronic. It looks like they took like the head of a wizard animatronic yeah. and just put it on a. Yeah, like it looks like a sort of movie, and they just it, like, it, it, it on. looks bad. But I'm not as terrified of it. Child big face wizard costume is terrifying, and I hate it. It's like it's it's like someone made a homemade <sighs> wizard costume for their child, but then made the hat too big so it covered the its entire face. And they're like, oh, no, don't worry, we can just add a face below. Um, I... <laughs> and, and a lot of these pictures that Alex is no. posting are also really bad. But the issue I have is Big Face Reaper Boy's costume. Because Big Face Reaper Boy's costume has... I don't under... <sighs> what is it going for? What is it trying to be? Everything else, I at least understand what it was attempting, even if it failed catastrophically and made me cry. This one, it doesn't look that bad, but what the fuck is it? <laughs> I don't know... Why did these like? Is this a thing? This seems to be a trend. Yeah, but yeah, why? Why is, it... why is it a thing? What? Hello and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about a surprisingly on-the-nose gritty backstory. We are currently playing Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. I am Chris, and I am your GM slash keeper, and I am joined by my players. I'm Evan, and I play Baron. I'm Dominic, and I play Karenunas. I'm Jessica, and I play Enif. And I'm Alistair, and I play Isaac. Welcome back for another new arc. The last one was a, a bit long between editing delays and just generally including the out-of-mind segments. I think it was 12 episodes long, which is at least three episodes longer than our last longest, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, uh, this one might also be long, but... What the stargazing? Mary's gonna be so upset. Yeah, I'm sorry, Barty. Oh, it's okay. I'll figure it out. Uh, now, Annabelle, is, is there a reason we're seeing these events all being postponed? I've heard of rumors, but some seemed a little out there. Well, currently there is an investigation underway in these recreational areas. Recently, we've seen some of the trees in the area fall over randomly. We do usually do monthly surveys of the tree lines to ensure the area is safe, but we've had too many within the past week that we can't guarantee the safety of our citizens. I tell you, I told you that you don't work here anymore and that you are done doing any sort of research. Joaquin already fixed the radio station. I, I just thought I'd help. It, are we still on air? Don't ask me if we're still on air, Charles. I just need you to... Please keep Warren clarified on Tuesday. Quote, The missing persons cases that have been coming in since the beginning of January have been officially found to be unconnected. Several of the people reported missing have been found thanks to the hard work of our detectives. Unquote. Police Chief Warren went on to say that most of the people found had simply moved out of Munsdale. We're not actually... Explosions have been going off all over town! I think someone's targeting the honey! Grab that mic! Shut it down! Hey! Who are you guys? You're not allowed to be in here! Take the equipment. Don't forget the files. Get away! Don't touch that! Holly's Pedal Paddle Pontoons, here to tell you that our winter season is officially open. Although ice fishing on the lake has been temporarily postponed due to fungal overgrowth, there's still plenty of fun to be had by the whole family and one of our paddlers. Join us this weekend. Paulette turns the radio down and smiles out at the lake. Her ad wasn't drawing in too many people, but hopefully it was enough. She watches a couple doing a lap on the lake in one of her boats and smiles, going back inside. But, as we pan from the door closing behind her and back to the lake, we see only a single empty paddle boat out on the water. It has been a little under a week. Coward. Since you're... <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> no, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking to what I've said. It has been a little under a week since your meeting with Charles... And you have all been busy with the things that make up an average life for a little while. Uh, even if you've been uh, taking Isaac's help to establish an online storefront so you can continue to make money off of your what, what's left from your shop. 
uh, Baron. That's actually a great idea. I didn't shops. even think about that. <laughs> Enos, Enos has an Etsy page all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> has an Etsy page now. Um, page. Does does readings online? <laughs> uh, Baron, you've been working on uh, various jobs throughout the town and uh, working on your guitar playing down at the conservatory. Uh, Kerninos, you have been steadily get growing accustomed to the bus routes and occasionally I, requesting rides some, from Baron to work. For some reason, I thought you were going to say you have steadily been growing a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't you already have one? Uh, yeah. Also, okay. uh, Baron, is Baron good enough to just noodle on the guitar yet? To noodle? Describe noodle. Yeah, just kind of like, you know, you're just kind of fucking around and... I've playing a little tune. I've never heard that adjective before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I get it. I, I just, I don't know. I was, I was better than the picture of him just slapping spaghetti on the guy on the guitar. Replacing <laughs> no, the strings with noodles. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's been, what, like a couple of months since, like, at least, like, November-ish? Like, Christmas time, at least, right? That sounds right. I think it was, like, a, a holiday time recital that you yeah. had Moon Rising at. So I'd say like yeah probably is is getting good. Cool. Is there, <laughs> good do you have a, do you have a request? It's yeah, not we'll Freebird. It won't be Freebird. We'll, Man, we'll when, get you, there. when you're noodling, you just kind of it's like going to a fish concert. You're not there to hear music. You're just there to kind of zone out. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Kerninos, you have been growing accustomed to the bus schedule as well as having shaved off your beard so you can grow a new beard. <laughs> and Isaac, uh, you've actually been going to classes for once. Uh, the, the the next semester is just now starting up. Uh, I think that's actually a fully reasonable reason for why you haven't been going to classes lately uh not to mention that most of our arcs usually take place over the course of like a single day uh and also prize saving the town's a bit more important than learning how learning rule of thirds in your photography class nothing's nothing nothing is more important than the rule of thirds chris nothing it's like every <laughs> class you're in like photography 405 and it's like all right well we need to start with our basics talk about the rule of thirds here <laughs> God, this, no. is, this is Come the on, most interactive opening monologue i think we've ever had we really <laughs> miss talking to each other we have a lot to say yeah, this time yeah i um, like interrupting you that's fair uh, but yeah, it's probably, we'll say it's just a Saturday, because Saturdays are easy to work with. Uh, when you finally reconvene at Baron's cabin, uh, Isaac has brought his laptop over and is pulling up the audio and notes that uh, Charles uh, sent over. You're looking through them, and it doesn't have many. It looks like he's only managed to catch a few of these broadcasts, and it's unclear if there were more that he missed, or if this is really the full breadth of it. The first one seems to have been a broadcast around the time of your hunt at the Polymer Labs. The audio file is a mixture of numbers spoken to a backdrop of beeping, and Charles' notes claims that it translates to, Our reality grows. Next message seems to be around the time you were trapped in a video game. The audio file is nothing but strange screeching. In addition, Charles includes an image of strange linen glyphs that his notes claim translate to, They gather against us. Accelerate the plan. The final set of files seem to be dated for the night before the Psycho Circus. The audio sounds much like the previous one and it also has an image, a QR code that Charles' notes state says, The prodigious renegade hunters will be at first trust. If they survive, make sure they don't escape the event. Uh, that, that, is, that is the scene. You, you review, review those notes and each of these uh, little soundtracks are preceded and ended with a, with a strange uh, loop of a, ch a chiming melody uh, followed by the eerie sounds of a spectrograph or, or what still sounds quite similar to uh, a number station if any of your characters are at all familiar with such a thing. Uh, Did you hear that? They called us prolific. Prodigious was the word, but Well, prodigious. Sure. <laughs> Those are more or less the same word. They're praising us, right? My, pro my progeny are, are numerous, I think is the implication. I don't think that's exactly what they're saying. <laughs> um, no, it sounds actually maybe bad. It sounds like... I don't know exactly what it sounds like. It sounds like maybe they're keeping tabs on us and we're getting close to something or they think we're meddling in something that we shouldn't be. Uh, Enos gonna, like, look at Isaac's laptop and... Is, is this all that 
that that Charles guy sent you? Just those those three audio files? This is it. He really made it sound like a bigger deal than it was. He really did. Um, <laughs> say, well, I, I, on, on that note, Isaac, you receive another email from Charles. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. There's 20 other that, ones. That, that says, I forgot to attach the, the rest of my research uh, not related to the, the uh, audio. Um, and, and it is an attachment of, of a, a number. <laughs> It's it's a blank email and then another one comes in. Like, yes. oh, Sorry for the attachment. Hundred percent. Yes. Um, yeah, but the second email has with the attachment has an attachment that goes over. It's 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 a lot of um, pretty old looking and and creased looking um, papers that have obviously been scanned in. Uh, no, which... they've been sent through the spider the, the cyber web as physical okay. copies. All right, y'all, y'all are real antagonistic tonight. <laughs> um, it, it, it goes over um, the people buying the original plots of land for Munsdale um, under the, 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 the names Anderson. Uh, the, the, the first name seemed to have been redacted. Um, it, it goes over the fact that like these Anderson names show up in a lot of like a, a lot of a number of early uh, town officials had that last name. Um, and then that name abruptly disappears about a century ago from like, like it, 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 she's showing records and like that, that last name just doesn't exist in the town. <laughs> and then like, it reappears when we make up a fake company. Well, th- th- there yeah. are records of like companies using the name, but there's, oh, okay. there's no individuals with the name is what, what I'm trying to say. Uh, you, you definitely see the Anderson investment group. It, it, it has papers that are older than your one time using it. Uh, so they've they've definitely been, they definitely didn't generate just for that one time heist. Uh, it's it is it is a company that quote unquote exists. Uh, his his research goes on to show that it's very much a shell company, and the the trail goes dead very quick when you try to learn any more information about it. And uh, Isaac, since you're on the computer, if you would like to roll and investigate a mystery to determine what else this research might say, I will allow you to oh, roll yeah. that. Um, potentially maybe you're making connections that like Charles didn't or maybe there's just some information that was like okay oh, there it is I made good connections you Whoa. did that's a 13 um, you get to, to ask two questions from the investigative mystery uh, obviously twisting them so they're relevant to this particularly mystery instead of like a monster uh, if they're relevant uh, you can also ask a uh, phenomenon question I think in this situation since the phenomenon is some secret organization running the town. Um, let's start with how far does the effect reach? How far does the effect reach? Uh, these records all seem to be about plots of land uh, within Munsdale proper, as it's known. Um, it looks like that th- those plots of land extended quite a distance larger, though. Uh Though to your knowledge, no one's quite sure how deep the forest goes. It it seems reasonable that if they do go be like these plots of lands uh, are owned, if they do go beyond the forest, it's not by much. Okay. In terms of like the name Anderson, um, where did it go? Where did it go? Um, as I said, the last one, uh, like individual named that. Uh, seems to have passed away about 100 years ago and there have been records of people using that last name since which is very strange because that's typically not how families go uh one might guess that perhaps there was um you know last of their line they didn't have any kids uh but that person was a fairly public figure uh they were uh the mayor in their younger days and then there are there's some little bits and information about them moving into the private sector, uh, but it's all very nonspecific. And a lot of the files that Charles seems to have pulled on this Anderson are very redacted, including as previous situations were the the, the first name of whoever this Anderson was. And that's about all you can find from this information. Um, as I said, it's been a little under a week since you met with Charles, and that combined with the amount of time since your uh, time at 
uh, on Main Street and in the Mirror World. Uh, it's actually been a little while since anything spooky or dangerous has happened. Um, there's been no word from the agency. Uh, so uh, you guys are have just sort of been in the dark as far as supernatural goings on in the town. I don't like that it's quiet. I mean, has it, it's been this quiet for like times in the past, right? Technically, between yeah, I don't mysteries. think this is the longest stretch of time since anything's happened. Um, but I, you you you've been receiving suggestions and like omens of like things have in theory been getting worse as of late and that the fact that you haven't heard anything is a little abnormal again not not like dangerously abnormal but definitely isaac's not out of his uh mind to to be a little worried about it okay i'm assuming isaac like told us all this information that he connected the dots with right he didn't connect yeah. shit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll have shared that. Okay. Because um, I think Enif's going to uh, say, well, I mean, this Anderson person might have died, but that doesn't mean that his family is gone. I mean, people can change their names. Yeah, I wonder if he went underground or something. Um, here's a thought. How did the cult get started? Um... Mm, I know. Would, 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 the question is: Would Enif know? <laughs> would Enif know that history? Like, I'm sure. That I'm is... sure they have like propaganda that like the cult gives them. But would they know the true history? That's a good question. How into learning the roots of the cult do you think Enif was? Um, I think Enif was more fascinated with the magic aspect of it. So I think Enif probably um, absorbed all of the things that the cult told them. So, like, all the, like, what they wanted them to know when it comes to history, but I don't think Enif did any digging on their own into what the history actually was. Um, That's fair. I, I, I think I'm it was, they really they really only left because the magic turned evil. It wasn't necessarily that they did any digging into the cult itself. That's fair. I, I think probably the, the, the public, quote-unquote public, public too, the members of the cult, face of the cult was very much... Uh, that they formed to investigate the, the, the growing power and the, the awakening of magic individuals thanks to the forest. And they were, they, they were formed to create a community of people who were empowered by whatever was going on in the forest, which is why you know, they, they exist at the edge of the forest, because I think we've established in the past that they're mm-hmm. there because their magic's more powerful there. Yeah. Um, so so they, they were formed in response to, to the, the surge of magic users in Munsdale. I mean, now that I've realized how, I'm not really sure if the history that the cult told me is 100% true, but what we were always told is that it was, the cult was created uh, because of the forest. The magic's stronger over there, and they wanted to learn more about the magic that came from the forest. That was basically what they told us. Does it happen to line up timing-wise with when this last Anderson person went into the, quote, private sector? Does it? I don't know with Enif not having that much interest in it that they would have maintained a, Probably a, an not. amount of years or a founding date. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to say, um, if it does, I, I don't know. I don't remember all of that much about it. Okay, so it's either that or the agency. But I know who we can ask about um, what's his name? <laughs> Lenny. Lenny. Lerna. Yeah, Lerna. Um, Lerna, he was, he was a records keeper for the cult. If anyone knows the true history of the cult, it would be him. Well, that's perfect. Where did we send him? He went. He actually went to the agency, right? We we had him. Yeah, I sent him there because I wasn't sure he needed some place to hide out. But I mean, we haven't heard from him since, so I have no idea where they put him. But maybe we should check in on him 
just to make sure that everything's okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you contacted them last time, didn't you? Do you still have that number? Yeah, let me text her. Um, yeah. Yo, where Lenny at? <laughs> where, where's my boy? Where's my boy? Uh, he'll text Agent Mendez. All right. Yeah. Uh, what are you texting, Agent Mendez? Um. Hi. Smiley face. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> we wanted me to again. see how Lenny's doing. Can we meet him or know his whereabouts? <laughs> can can we meet up with him? Go ahead and give me a deal with the agency roll. Uh, eight. Eight. On in seven through nine, things aren't so great. You might get chewed out by your supervisors, and there will be fallout. But you get what you need for the job. Uh, we will resolve that when Agent Mendez actually gets back to you. Uh, but okay. for now, uh, you send that text, and um, there's like no immediate response. Uh, They've never been known for picking up their phones very fast, so it's not too surprising that they don't respond to text very quickly. Um, yeah, uh, you send that text. Okay. Um, so maybe Lerna will will have info on the early beginnings of the cult. Do we know anything about the early beginnings of the agency? I mean, we barely even... We barely even know anything about the agency at all. Yeah, I think it's safe to say a blanket on that is no clue, like where they started or who runs it. And honestly, I'm not a, I don't a hundred percent trust anything that they've told us so far. So if they have told us anything, um, it might have just been a lie. Did anyone know or see where Agent Franks went? I don't think. I, th- I think afterwards we just kind of let. Agent Mendez, no, and then I don't think we've heard anything since. I correct. I know that his brain was kind of fried, but well, maybe that's a good thing. We could use that to our advantage. Maybe he would tell us something that he wouldn't normally. Or, or maybe he's forgotten everything. Or Isaac could go in his mind and see if he could just dig it out. Also oh, that sounds very invasive. Um, maybe. Uh, he'll add an additional a follow up text uh, to Agent Mendez. Well, hold on. Maybe we um, can just we can maybe we can track him down without telling the agency. You think that's what I was thinking? Because I think if we get the agency involved, they might just take Frank's away. But if we find him, we'll be able to ask him a couple questions. Well, I mean, if they have Agent Frank's, though, wouldn't that kind of mean that we probably won't end up finding him? Well, we don't know if they have him yet, but I also don't want to put them on the fact that we're looking for him. So I think I mean didn't when he we called sorry, this is an out of character question. <laughs> I thought when we pulled him back from the alternate universe and he was all weirdo, didn't we also call the agency to come pick him up? No we yes. I, yeah. I, I didn't we like that's not, didn't we te- wait, did we tell him to I pick him up or you, did we like say that hey yeah. he's out? Isaac texted um Agent Mendez, but I think he just kinda wandered off. Yeah, yeah. I think he told him, told them that he was in the area and something was weird with him. Uh, but I don't think you ever followed up on that, really. Okay. I mean, I feel like it couldn't hurt to just be like, "Oh, also, did you end up finding um, Agent Franks at all, or how's he doing?" And then if they say no, we didn't get him, or yeah, just nothing I, happened. Then we know at least maybe something happened. Yeah, I just don't they think that we should. Um, okay make it seem like we are really desperate to find him because then they might get suspicious okay that's fair yeah just like a simple yes or no make it casual <laughs> how about that franks you know yeah. <laughs> make it real cash how about that franks okay so he'll <laughs> erase what he was writing and just write um Were you by right? the way did you ever did you ever find franks Smiley face. <laughs> Smiley face? Wink, winky frown. <laughs> Eggplant emoji. Oh, As God. you send that, Isaac, you are momentarily aware of a hand on your shoulder, and you turn around to see Iris for a split second before getting pulled into a vision. Uh, please roll for your visions. 
Evasion roll. Um, it's been a while since I've done this premonition. It's plus weird. It's also like... Like, this has usually happened, I think, when we're all separate. Like, usually the yeah. mysteries start when we're not together. Yeah, it's weird, huh? It's weird, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out when things started getting bad, you start gathering together. Oh, that's not oh, good. Oh, no. Machi, yeah. machi. Uh, you are pulled into this vision, Isaac, and you are drowning. Or you can't breathe. It's hard to tell which. As you flail about in the darkness, you see a great shape be move beneath you. You are cold. You are wet. You are definitely drowning, and you are too deep to save yourself. When you come back to yourself, you are on the floor in a cold sweat, with everyone standing over you with worried expressions on their faces. Uh, for the rest of you, Isaac just abruptly collapsed and started gasping for air on the ground. I'm, I'm like 99% <coughs> certain Baron was starting to like just like do CPR or something. Um... <laughs> I think Enif's gonna run to the kitchen and get like a like a towel and like you know put cold water or put put cold water on it and try and like <laughs> like put on Isaac's forehead to like see if he can bring him back. <coughs> Don't you tell me? What just happened? What just what just happened? Where, where what happened to you? You just collapsed on the ground. I don't I don't know. Iris Iris grabbed my arm. Oh no, it was another premonition. Okay, what what did you see? Uh, I didn't really see much. I I was drowning. There was water, I was cold, I was wet, and I couldn't breathe. There was something... Oh my god, there was something below me in the water. Were, were you you or, or someone else? I don't know. Oh, hold on, hold on. Remember what we did last time where we kind of got your mind to calm down and you went back and you were able to recall some more memories? I mean, this is really nice and fresh, so let's try that again. Ah, uh, shit. What? We're going to the swamp, finally. The what? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Chris has had uh, radio readings about swamp swamp gases and shit. Oh, okay. We're going to go to the swamp. We're going to go to the bayou? I'm gonna have to go down to the bayou and kill me a fucking kill, stinky. Kill me a gator. Don't go killing us a gator. Our, our good friends Shrimp and Crits on Twitter have a have a character who's a gator man. We don't want to go killing gators uh, and making true. them sad. That's true. Oh, for, I, for what it's worth, I did say stinky. <laughs> stinky. <laughs> What's the that's the crypto down in Florida, right? The I don't know. I've never, I've never heard of that in my entire life. <laughs> Florida cryptid. Skunk ape. Skunk ape. Still worse. It, it, it is worth mentioning um, two, two things. Uh, first of all, uh, to continue off of that suggestion, I will allow you to roll an investigative mystery on your own premonition. Because uh, that sounds fun, and we've already kind of established that that's the thing that you guys have been working on. Uh, but two, uh, for what it's worth, uh, when you fail a premonition, you get clouded images of something bad that is yet to happen. I'm sorry, on a, on a miss, you get a vision of something bad happening to you, and the Keeper holds three to be spent one for one as penalties to rolls you make. Uh, so that yeah, means two um... things. One, that thing is very likely to happen to you. And for two, I have the ability to push that along. Mm. You're welcome. But yeah, so so Isaac, as as you begin to concentrate on this, uh, you do realize that uh, just concentrating on the sensations, this was very much from your point of view. Uh, you are vaguely aware of Iris, kind of at the edge of that liminal space she exists in normally, uh, and she is practically catatonic with fear from that vision. But you begin to concentrate on this vision to try and uh, dredge up, uh, no pun intended, any uh, information you can. Uh, go and give me another investigative mystery. That's six. a six. God. Which I think uh, makes sense, actually. Can I, help? can I help Isaac remember? Well, I, I think I, Enif is Enif, the only one who yeah, can help Yeah, I could, I could help because I'm, like, you know, sitting with him helping him concentrate. So I'll try and help out and see if anything happens. Aha! Yeah, I mean, that tracks. That, that is an 11. All right, yeah. Uh, that's just a... You just get that plus one, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so, yeah, on a mixed success for investigative mystery, you get to ask one question. Uh, regarding the information in your premonition. 
There's a lot I want to ask. Um, what sort of creature is it? I want to know more about the thing below me. Uh, you concentrate this uh, on this shape, uh, this memory you have, as as it is, you know, getting cemented in your memory. It is large, larger than anything you fought so far, and it is it is deeper in the water than you were, and you were fairly deep. Um, it is some sort of extremely large aquatic creature. Not a skunk ape. <laughs> Not a skunk ape. Um, okay. Okay. Um, it's definitely me. And there's definitely some kind of aquatic, really big aquatic creature in the water. That's all I can make out. Okay. Um, Ina's going to help Isaac get off the floor. Like, put him on the couch. Um, alright, well... And these visions that you have are things that are going to happen? Yeah. Okay, so... First, we need to figure out what this thing is that Isaac saw. And second, we need to keep him away from water at all costs. <laughs> keep keep this kid dry! <laughs> I can go get water don't, floaties. Don't even, take a don't even drink water. Oh, no. Don't even try it. <laughs> it's Coca-Cola from here on out, my dude. <laughs> I'm gonna buy you a life jacket and one of those little, like, things you throw overboard <laughs> off of the ship that I can't remember the name of. Life ring? The life, yeah, life yeah. safety rafting. I could get arm floaties. Yeah. <laughs> a snorkel. We're just walking around with Isaac with <laughs> little floaties on his arms. <laughs> Walking around with a snorkel, breathing through the snorkel. <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to my nephew. Uh, he could swim, but we just want to be a hundred percent sure. We're just really concerned for his safety. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I think uh, I think Enif's gonna go over to our new handy dandy library um, and see if we have any books on aquatic creatures. You're gonna go to the library and look for any aquatic creatures. Uh, yeah. Sure. Give me an investigative mystery. So you, so you go through the library trying to find any information about aquatic creatures. Uh, that is an eight. You could ask one question. Mm. What sort of creature is it? <laughs> what sort of creature is it? Uh, yeah, you begin to look up different sorts of aquatic monsters. Um, a lot of the ones you find are not especially large. Uh, but the few that you find that are quite big, big enough to match uh, what Isaac's telling you, um, wouldn't really be able to live in any body of water that exists in Munsdale. Uh, the, 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 it would have to be in the lake, but even that probably wouldn't be big enough. Granted, the monsters that you've been facing don't really follow typical rules of biology, so that's kind of out the door anyway. Uh, you definitely see things like Nessies, you see some things that take on some of the more horrifying uh, deep sea type creatures. Um, things that lurk below in the darkness, uh, you, you see things like anglerfishes, you see things like um, shark, like, like some, some, some kinds of blind sharks, uh, you see some, some kinds of jellyfish and, and squids. Um, and, and you see more monstrous versions of those, like like the Kraken or or, or, or such like that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's hard with what limited information you have to really pin it down, uh, but there are definitely a number of creatures, uh, most of which the most dangerous thing about them is that they'll break ships or eat people. And and so you said that like the large monsters are like sea monsters, and like that, which wouldn't really necessarily wouldn't even be in Munsdale, right? Yeah, but it, but if there were like one body of water that could contain one, it would be the lake. The lake is it's decently sized. It's not like huge, but like you know, it it could hide its own miniature Nessie. Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, the creatures I'm looking at, 
Would it be messy? Because it's Lake Munster. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. That's all, folks. <laughs> 30 minutes in and we're done. <laughs> um, if we'll look at the, from the things that I'm reading, the only... The creatures that, that are big enough, that like the one Isaac is describing, would be in the ocean. So the only thing that could even hold something that big would be the lake. But uh, and if it is something like, we might have to consider that it didn't get there naturally. That someone put it there. Hey, Chris. Uh, I feel like Cernunos, being a Celtic god, might know something about Nessie. Yeah. Um, but with your permission, is Nessie real? And if so, what are the circumstances of Nessie's existence? That's great. I love it. Nessie's 100% <laughs> real. Um, yes. <laughs> but strangely enough, Nessie is not in any way supernatural. It's just, there. she's just a leftover dinosaur that somehow managed to get its way into the lake. Well, <laughs> Kernunos chimes. <laughs> the, the Loch Ness Monster you referred to is a trapped plesiosaur from the Mesozoic era. Um, it's possible something similar happened here. Hold on, let me... Before anybody fucking asks me, let me see when plesiosaurs are around. Yeah. I, I think it would be in character for Carnitas not to, to not have the correct information. He's just guessing. Just make something up, yeah. I'm surprised that, that Carnitas pulled Mesozoic era out of his ass. <laughs> Honestly. From before humans were really a thing. Jurassic. Jurassic. It's from the Jurassic period, okay. yep. Yeah. That's fine. Carnunas doesn't know. I mean, yeah, if fine. if it is a similar situation here, I think it would be highly unlikely. That's that's a lot of circumstances to perfectly match here. But there is a possibility that. I mean, I'm assuming. I don't know if if Nessie is if there's only one of them. If you said it's it's a breed of dinosaur that still got left behind, there could be more than one. So maybe they took a Nessie and brought it here. Just with a helicopter? Or... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, magic exists. <laughs> they could have done something. Ma <laughs> a magic helicopter. <laughs> this is wild. We confirmed it here, people. Nessie is real. Nessie is canon. And the only way to transport Nessie... Nessie is canon, which is yeah, great. Yeah, and the only way to transport her is with a magic helicopter. <laughs> magic helicopter. <laughs> oh, boy. Magic Blackhawk helicopter. <laughs> with the magic of the American military complex, you too can take some... some poor, confused dinosaur from Scotland. <laughs> and put it in a lake in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Sign up today. A journey, to be sure. <laughs> Sign up today. <laughs> well, Cornelius, do you remember any besides Nessie? Any other? Um, I mean, you've been in Munsdale for a while. Do you remember any type of encountering any type of water creature <laughs> or hearing about um, it? No, I I haven't had the. The opportunity, I suppose, to investigate the lake. It might be worth just... I was going to say, it, it, it might be worth... I don't know if it's super relevant, but it might be worth uh, mentioning that Baron has had some memories of being killed by a Kelpie at the lake. Mm. Forgot about that. Oh, uh, yeah, I thought... Yeah, I was dragged into the lake, technically. Yeah. Hate that still, by the way. <laughs> hate, hate it all. We're not going to the lake. Not unless, not unless Isaac has the proper equipment. Well, I would I still know. maybe like to avoid the lake if can. Well, what if we? I mean, with Nessie, that's um, a superstition that's been perpetuated by people in the town. If this lake creature exists, someone would have seen it at some point. So. Why don't we see if there's any rumors about a lake creature? Is there like a is there like a, a a bustling whaling port in the in the lake full of like superstitious sailors? We there's can talk a, to. There's a paddle boat company. Hey, oh, there we go. Oh, Close my. enough. Oh no! Why can't we just? It looks like Kernunos <laughs> is going on a, a a quick trip to the lake. 
All right, Baron has to at least Google this on his phone. Like, like any any sort of conspiracy theories about the lake, just online to see what he can find. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me another investigate a mystery. Mystery. Look at you guys doing some investigation before getting to the place. That's four. Um, not great. Not great. Attempting. <laughs> my my phone just explodes in my hand. Better no, you, you begin uh, looking through uh, articles about this, um, and abruptly you see something, but abruptly the search results change. The, the page just reloads, and the search results that you just saw were, are gone. Thanks, Google. <laughs> uh, okay, I got nothing. I don't know. Well, so you said there's a, a boat company? That's that's near this lake that we were talking about. I mean, God did. God did. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I think we'll find out when we get to. The okay. Lake. Okay. Well. Well. Let's. Let's. Okay. Well. Let's say. Um... Isaac, you should not come. Well, I mean. <laughs> I will sit this one out, guys. I don't know if we should put him near the water, but. I mean, it might. It might jog. In order to help, yeah. In order to help the DM not actually have Isaac sit out for the entire session, if I just come to the lake and don't go in the water or near the water, I'm sure I'll be fine. I think it would be... It might jog something. <laughs> I don't know, Isaac. He's got three dice ready to roll. I, w- I will help sure that make sure that Isaac doesn't go anywhere near the water, but it might help jog some form of vision if he's close to it. We can't discount his, his uh, psychic power. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we'll just have to be careful. To the lake! Quick! Into the truck. <laughs> okay, what what music? What music? What's the truck? Yeah, what music you blasted? <laughs> Did you say what's the what's the truck's name? No, what's the no what's no, the truck playing? playing? But now no, I also playing. do want to know what the truck's name yeah, is. Yeah, what's no, the name? God, you can't, I'm terrible at naming things. It's got all right. It, it has to be Loretta because that's the first thing that came into my mind. Loretta the truck, and what's Loretta playing today? Oh God, let's see. There's always something loud. It's like fucking Alex Jones. <laughs> no, it's really no, loud. Well, no, no, it doesn't have to be something specifically loud. It's just whatever you're playing is loud. Yeah. No, I know. It's it's just tuned to whatever radio station he's on, and it's really loud. I shifted over like two knocks, trying to trying to switch through, you know, the channels, and I get to it. It just happens to be Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> and like this is meant to be played loud, anyways. Sure, whatever. Some of you holding your ears as Rage Against the Machine blasts out of this truck as it roars out of Baron's driveway. You all head to the lake. Kurnanos yells over the radio, What What kind of shells is he putting in his pocket? Probably a good 30 minutes later, um, Baron, you are rounding the corner. Um, Isaac, this has been an uncomfortable ride for you. Uh, because Baron uh, just punched the, the the lake's parking lot into his uh, his uh, GPS, and that took you over the river three times. Oh no! no. <laughs> poor poor Isaac. And by yeah, by I'm time at the, the map, and I realize. <laughs> I, I I think after 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 the first or I'm sorry it only takes you over the river two times I think, uh, but after the first time you already have to cross over it again so it's not great. Iris still isn't doing great after that that vision you had, and she is particularly susceptible to the sound of rushing water. But you do eventually make it without screaming louder than the music that's playing. You manage to make it to the parking lot near the lake. Um, there aren't very many people parked here because it is late uh, January and it has snowed recently. Uh, there's still snow on the ground. Uh, it's probably just a little above freezing, so the lake itself isn't quite frozen. It has been frozen some days in the past week, but th- there are definitely sections of the lake right now that are unfrozen. You see a few people going about their day. There's some joggers in the lake. There's a couple people sitting on the benches and enjoying the view and nice thick coats for the weather. Um, and you see actually a couple of, uh, oops, paddle boats out on what, on the, the what few thawed parts of the lake are, but it is, it is definitely not an extremely busy day at Lake Munsdale. Chris, you forgot one important detail. The duck? The duck that you just drew? Yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> a, a big old duck. Oh, look at that duck. It's actually a pretty good duck considering Roll20's drawing tools. 
<laughs> thank you, thank you. Gonna have, gonna have to post that on our Twitter on the day this comes out. I'm gonna forget. <laughs> <laughs> Little duck. Uh, yeah, you, you see a single duck, and it's, it's bright yellow and is clearly a duckling, uh, which means it's probably going to die in the winter. Good job, Dom. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Premature ducklings. It's actually just a rubber duck. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, you're it's right. It's one of those it's artist, a really big rubber duck. artistic installations. <laughs> the, ru- the, the, the rubber duck instantly calms Iris down. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you're at the you are at uh, the lake now. Alright, so Isaac, you you stay back here and under no circumstances do you get any closer to the water. Uh Chris, do we see any cause you you mentioned the building, but do we see the building anywhere around the lake, like close to us? What the the paddleboat building? Yeah. Yeah, you you see the building out uh there's like a little little uh, basically just a little cabin. Uh, by a set of docks with a bunch of paddle boats uh, anchored at it. Uh, other than that, the only other there's like a nice like estate building on the far end of the lake from the parking place. Uh, but other than those two buildings, there aren't really a, any buildings here. There's a couple of pavilions with like picnic benches and such. Uh, but yeah, you do see the building next to the paddle boat docks. Um, I'll I'll stay with Isaac and make sure he stays away from the water. Why don't you go to the building with the boats and ask them if they I mean find a casual way to ask them if they know of any superstitions around the lake alright oh boy I can't wait classic Kernunos Baron buddy cop comedy Baron Kernunos <laughs> trying to ask questions Chris is the, is the estate building is that like a private building or is that like a public building yes that's a private building It's that is someone's large fancy home mm. we should go rob the suspicious rich suspicious of the large fancy home uh, I'm very suspicious of this large fancy home yeah Kernus and Baron you begin to make your way to the paddle boat uh, building getting closer you can see a sign that says Polly's Pedal Paddle Pontoons um, and uh, yeah you can kind of take a look around as you're going. you see some sections of the lake roped off by caution tape Again, this lake's decently large, uh, so it'll take a bit of a while to get to some of the sections that are roped off. As I said, there's some joggers. There's like one. I think there's like two paddle boats out. Uh, one's got a couple, and one's got a a, a single sad-looking man. Oh God! Um, <laughs> and uh, circles. <laughs> yeah. This is my life now. My As you walk up, uh, all I know is paddle boat. There's a bit of a patio to to the the paddle boat cabin uh, on which uh, there is a, a short stocky looking woman with her, her hair pulled up into a messy bun. Um, hey, she's hey Chris, looking... I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but can I, before we get there, Kernunas wants to take a look at one of the, the cordoned off areas. Uh, they are distant, distant distance away, but if you want to go to one of those first, that's fine. I, I, I'd rather take a quick detour to take a look at that first. If that's right. okay with Baron. Sure. Yeah, no, that's fine. I was going to, Use that in some way, anyways. Sounds good. Yeah, you you start heading about halfway to the paddle boat. You're you're getting a little close, and the the woman on her phone looks up to 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 see what you're doing, and you abruptly turn away and start <laughs> walking along the edge of the uh, uh, like. And without without even like really caring, uh, she just turns back to her phone and continues. Tapping I love away. I love the idea of Kratos oh being like like inches away from her just doing immediate left turn Wait, no. Hold on. <laughs> just just just, just baron i'm going this way why oh I've okay got, all right i've got a thought um yeah I, I think he wants to go check out one of the the cordoned off areas to just see what what that's all about uh all right yeah uh you begin heading over there yeah, you um, head on over there, and as you get closer, you notice that there is actually an individual kind of walking around the cordoned off area, and it appears to be a police officer. Uh, and as you're kind of headed in that direction, she moves to intercept the two of you, and she kind of calls out, "All right, all right, folks, now now go on around, uh, go about your about your business, but this area is off limits for the general public." Officer, I actually came over to see what what was going on there. Why is the area cordoned off? Oh, uh, you haven't heard? Uh, there's been uh, a rare uh, strain of mushrooms or summit. Uh, anyway, they they've got they they've been deemed dangerous to the public. Uh, we've kind of got a perimeter roped off that we don't think, as long as everyone stays this far away, will be fine. We got some sort of mushroom scientist 
coming down later in the day to take a look at it. But for the moment, uh, the, most of the lake's fine. Uh, you can enjoy yourself, but some people have had some bad reactions to the mushrooms, so we're, we're trying to be a bit more careful. In January? Oh, quite strange. All right, thank you, officer. Of course. You have a nice day. All right. Kernunas turns to Baron. I have to get one of these mushrooms. <laughs> I, I know I know that's what's going through your mind, but like it, it, that's weird, right? Like mushrooms you're There's no such thing as a guy. mushroom scientist. It's, like <laughs> there are they're there called are. my colleges. Yeah. <laughs> out of character, I know that part. But <laughs> but like in it's general January. Yeah, like does, it seems there out of season, be- right? very few mushrooms i think that's how mushrooms work i think they typically don't grow no in they do not <laughs> do mushrooms grow yeah it's like spring ish right kind of because it has to be like moist it has, Most yeah it's like a moist warm area that they have to grow definitely strange um let's i want to know more uh but perhaps now is not the time i, I think it might be at least come back at night and see if we can find these suspected mushrooms. I don't think we're going to get anywhere by, you know, with that these rumored, much rumored crazy mushrooms that <laughs> everyone's trying they're just, the cops they're won't just, let they're us just play with. mushrooms that the kids are using to get high. <laughs> yeah, the cops won't let oh, no. us get to them, so they must be they must be the good <laughs> shit. Good shit. Uh, uh, damn, this sounds so Let's go steal a paddle boat and then get a mushroom with it. <laughs> Just paddling furiously, trying to get. Will they get there? We'll get there eventually. Um, okay, group just uh, comes uh, back at night and gets high on shrooms. <laughs> some good shrooms. Curiosity momentarily sated. We can return to the paddle boats. All right, you begin heading back uh, again. As I said, it's a, a little ways away, but you begin heading back to uh, Polly's paddle boats. Enif and Isaac, uh, you watch as Baron and Kernus head off towards the paddle boat, which isn't that far from the parking, and then abruptly just hook left <laughs> and start walking around the lake uh, towards what you are you are now spotting is a roped off area. Um, they don't turn to like give you any signals or anything. They just start <laughs> heading in that direction with no explanation. Um, but uh, yeah, you guys are still in the parking lot. I can never really understand what they're thinking. They're they're a strange <laughs> bunch. <laughs> I'm going to assume they have a plan. Yeah, and there is something I want to check. Um, how how close are we to the lake, Chris? Like, are we like with like like a few seconds away, or are we? J- the lake's probably about let's say like fifty yards from the parking lot, or from where you are in the parking lot. I think you were you were parked closer to the road. Um, so. A decent distance away, but, like, not terribly. Mm, okay. I don't want to be too separated from Isaac, but, um, Isaac, I, I want to go to the to the edge of the lake to just, I want to test and see if I can feel any magic in it, but I don't want you to go near it, but I also don't want to be too separated from you, so, as long as you're in my- yards is, like, half a football field, it's not too far. Yeah, as long as I can keep you in my eyesight, I think we'll be okay. Um, so I think Enif is going to, while making sure that they can still see Isaac, uh, go down to the edge of the lake. That's fair. All right, yeah, you, you head on over there, um, not quite heading in the direction of the paddle boat business, but, uh, you, you get to the edge of the lake. Um, this part, there, there's a little bit of, like, floating ice at the edge of the lake, I think, mm-hmm. um, but it, it is, for the most part, um, thawed over here. Okay, um, Enif is going to... It's going to be really cold, but so sh- they can't do it for long. But Enif is going to um, dip their hand in the lake and see if they can feel, basically f- um, feel out with their magic to see if they can feel anything in the lake that has a magical All property. All right, give me a sensitive roll. Okay. <laughs> I'm very excited about this. This is a very... This is gonna be very fun for me. Oh, God. I dragged... in, in terms of revealing cool shit, Oh, okay. Go ahead. I was like... I don't... I, I don't- no, nothing bad is going to happen to Enif unless they fail. Because uh, the, I mean, don't fail. That, that's just generally how failing works. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I did an eight. You're right. That is how failing works. <laughs> that is an eight. You get a uh, what? A hazy? Yeah, hazy impression. Not directly. Um, you hear screaming. Mm. 
Uh, you hear screaming, and you see a, a, a shriek that seems vaguely familiar, but it's it's not clear enough for you to get any uh, any places of interest in, in, in sight. Uh, and you see people running, and and the buildings nearby are on fire. Mm. Uh, and you see one of these figures again. It's it's hazy and You see one of these running figures uh, get knocked to the ground, and you see just the the the, the thing that dr- jumped on its ba- their back just start tearing into them, and your vision is wiped away in a shower of gore. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, if it was immediately going to take their hand out of the lake. <laughs> That That's fun. is a strange thing for me to discover while near a body of water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, mm. Well, while I'm here, uh, can I also, since I'm close to the lake, can I also, just with my normal eyes, <laughs> uh, investigate... Uh, kind of a mystery because I can I think I think my one move I can see what magic was done here with investigate a mystery Just, yeah sure yeah. sure you're just kind of like looking at yeah. the, the lake trying to, yeah. to see if you spot anything supernatural or weird or just yeah just to kind of see if there's anything uh... see if there are any magic helicopters in the area <laughs> well because right, right now the, ma- the, the lake's pretty empty so I think well you know there's not a lot of people muddling around so uh, it kind of gives us a good look of like what does the lake look like? Are there any weird, like, things that look like animals could have been around? You know what I mean? Just anything about the lake. Um, so just right, a yeah. general... And... Give me that investigative mystery roll. A general question. Why is lake? Eight. Eight. You get Why is lake? Um, as well as what is magic is being done here, which I think is just free. Okay. Mm. I'm assuming the lake is, like... It's a deep lake, right? Uh, it's it's decently deep. I mean, it's a fairly large lake. Okay. Uh, what is being concealed here? What is being concealed here? That's a good one. Um, you look out at this lake, uh, and and trying to read what kind of like magic may have been done here, and you realize um something strange, uh. This lake, from living in the town for as long as you have, uh, the lake's a, a fairly uh, popular summer spot. And even if you don't go there, you've you've definitely you know heard people talking about Monsdale Lake. And th- there's probably at some points been a small like cult uh, colony at the lake at times. Uh, I don't think they stay here because again, popular summer spot's not a great place to keep your secret cult. But like when they could, it's you know a decent place to keep a little colony at. Um, this lake is decently deep, but it's, you know, it's it's just sort of a lake in a small town. The lake you are looking at right now is far deeper than it should be and far darker. Mm. Um, and it, 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 at first when you were glancing at it, you thought it might be a trick of the light or the way, like, the, the, the ice is kind of interacting with it. But no, th- this lake just towards the center is pitch black uh, deep. Like, you cannot see any semblance of a bottom. Um... And it, from what you recognize, uh, there there's something in the air that suggests something is actively causing it to be that deep. Like something magical is causing it to be that deep. Uh, but uh, your expert opinion, yeah, yes. Okay. Um, but Enif, as you turn back around to go check on Isaac. Uh, you see Isaac standing there looking incredibly uncomfortable as a an older gentleman is just yelling at him. Oh, no, I'm going to go rush to Isaac, poor thing. <laughs> Isaac, you watch as Enif walks over to the water to do their thing and investigate it more directly and magically. Uh and you sort of pull your coat tighter around yourself because it's, it, you know, it's it's above freezing, but it's still a pretty chilly day here, especially with wind chill. Uh, when you hear footsteps approaching you, uh, and you turn around, and there is a elderly man. He's, he's 
Balding looks to probably be in his uh, early 50s, early to late 50s probably. Um, and he is walking up and he does not look happy. Uh, he's wearing an extremely nice looking sports coat, uh, but that is about the only notable part of what he's wearing. Everything else is just very plain black and white, nice looking clothes. His sports coat's like a, a, a bright plum. Um, and as he gets here, he goes, Are you the one responsible for this noisy piece of junk? He says, pointing uh, accusatorily at Baron's truck. No, that's that's not my truck. Um, I don't even drive. I don't have a car. I'm sorry. Poor thing. <laughs> you don't have a car? Then how did you get here? A while away from any of the other houses in this area. I'm sorry. I, um, I, I know the owner. I, I can ask him to turn the, it. It's not even running right now. I'm, so, I'm sorry. We just we pulled up and we turned it off as quickly as we could. Ian, if you, it is at this point that you walk up. Uh, excuse me, are you berating my son? 